Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, Ducks fans. Welcome to another episode of The Quack Report. My name's Carter. I'm joined by Nate, and we are going to talk some Ducks hockey, I suppose. And I am underdressed, apparently, for the occasion. I'm wearing, I'm, I'm here <laughs> wearing a TQR sweatshirt trying to rep the, the, the show in that, and Carter's in here wearing a button-up shirt, just making me yeah. <laughs> look just classless. Classless. I didn't realize that yeah. this was... You know, like the the TNT panel, we were supposed to get dressed up and that type of shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm here just trying to, you know, pr- like be respectable and, and presentable to the people so that, you know, we can be taken seriously. And here you are bringing us down with your uh, backwards hat and your, your <laughs> screen printed graphic sweatshirt and your untrimmed, unkempt beard and whoa whoa, whoa okay hey, no no now, <laughs> yeah, now you really cross like, now you cross a <laughs> you know that if anything the beard is being taken care of for the day you know oh that. yes yeah i know, I know. also it's i'm always, pulling the old uh yeah. the, the old 20 the old 2020 business meeting with you know business upstairs and, please tell me you're just wearing your boxers and, oh, no no I'm, no i'm no, disappointed no no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no because like i, I would Totally forget, and then I would like stand up to just like you know adjust something, and then just like flash the whole. I was gonna say <laughs> universe, but internet, I guess. Yeah, Twitch especially wouldn't like that. No, yeah, probably not. But like you know, YouTube then maybe I could sell my bathwater. Yeah, that's true, though. That's yeah. true. I, know that, I, that's I don't remember. Happening. I don't even. Like, I'm not on Twitch too, too often, to like to be quite honest with everybody. But, but um, when you are, you're I browsing know. for bathwater? Yeah, totally. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. I don't have that type of money, man. Jeez, come on. <laughs> um, but uh, no, there was, there was someone who was uh, streaming and they were, uh, I think, I think it was, they were drinking uh, on, like on their stream kind of thing. And they, like their entire channel got shut down. Because oh, of shit. it, damn! And everyone's just like, <laughs> "Really? You're doing this from your own house? Like, y- you can't stream yeah. and have a beverage from your own house? Like, come on!" Yeah, that's wild. Uh, like, because we stream on Twitch, and every once in a while, 
But I guess no, that's usually for the watch alongs that I that we'll have. Yeah, it's, it, a yeah, for it's, the it's game. only. It's, the, I guess it's, it's not really for episodes, but yeah. And I don't. And I and I guess the the watch alongs as well um, on the THPN channel. I don't think go to Twitch. I believe it's just YouTube. I think they they're they're doing Facebook, Facebook now too. Is it Facebook? Yeah. Too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, YouTube's yeah, got it shows how much attention I pay when we're streaming, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, uh, but by the way, this isn't alcohol that's filled up this entire thing. I promise, this is just water. If yeah, you we got to we got to put everybody that as a disclaimer now. If everybody yeah. <laughs> could sniff it, I would offer it to you. Which I got a story about offering somebody to sniff a beverage here uh, in a second if you want. But um, well, yeah, actually, I'm, I, like, I, I, how often does that come up? So yeah, I'm kind actually, of intrigued. I, I'm trying to even remember now. Actually, if you were there or if I'm just no, I, I, I absolutely wasn't. And well, unless it was like years and years ago, then possibly. But if it's it recent, okay, okay, it was years and years ago. Gotcha. But uh, yeah, anyway, though that, that would just. But the whole thing of just like getting your channel just like shut down because you had a an adult beverage on a stream from your house is kind That's of fun. Guessing. I don't remember who it was that that, that happened to, but yeah. it must have had something to do with uh, like it being like a stream for kids or like you know open to kids or something like was. that. Because yeah. it, like, it would be weird to, otherwise. Like, but isn't everything on Twitch technically open? I, I have to, no idea kids but yeah, I'm not sure how that works yeah. I, like I know on YouTube specifically like stuff. you can say oh this video is made for kids or not and then if it's like a parent making a channel like for their kid they can say like oh this is only for like only show them kids content kind of thing so like if it was, oh yeah like, and way, the, maybe and but the I don't know if Twitch is turned like off that, so. on yeah, yeah, and yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah I have seen those channels before like the comments are turned off and everything like that too so um no no, no. the the story though of uh offering somebody to sniff my drink. Uh, so this was uh, like, this, this is where I'm confused that if, like, if you were there or not, because it okay. was shows that we both played together and not, I think. Um, did we, did okay. we play a show together, like in the same band for spectrum at all? I'm trying to remember in, now, actually in the same band. I don't think so. Okay, so a little bit of yeah. backstory for everybody. This is going to go like literally way back to like the the start of Carter Knight's friendship. So we were both the, the very beginnings, the pre pre friendship, honestly. Like <laughs> yeah, pre friendship. It was like pre friendship, and then it was friendship because there was like the like the year after kind of thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, so we were separate. We were different drummers uh, for different bands that played one after the other at uh, this you know downtown like summer festival basically uh, in our hometown. And uh, then, you know, we recognized each other in what, it was a grade 10 math class, I think, and just mm -hmm. kind of hit it off there. So, um, yeah. but then Carter had joined another band that, or it had joined the band that I was drumming for. Uh, he took over drumming. I flipped to guitar at that point. And, hmm. and um, also, just, just yeah. for the record as well, he recognized me from the band. And so he was like, oh, hey, aren't you the drummer from this band? And I was like, and yeah, Carter well, went, or something like that. This kid? Yeah, I was like, you want like a picture? You want who's me to this? sign something? Like, what's up? What's, he's like, he's like, who's this leprechaun that's talking to me here in my class? Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> this, kid, this kid looks like he's in sixth, sixth grade. Like, why is he in a grade 10 uh, math class right now? Um, yeah. Okay, also so anyway. predated the beard, but yeah, sorry, continue. <laughs> yes, very much predated the beard. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, like you went further down into uh, into downtown. There's like a, only like a block or two from like the stage that we played on, right? And there was uh, Central Park. So anyway, uh, it was myself and uh, one of our later bandmates, uh, Drew. At least, like I do remember, it was at least us two. 
Um, but I feel I feel like there's others around as well. Anyway, so I was really if if you if you know anything about me, and I'm pretty sure I mentioned this on the show before, I love root beer. I'm an absolute slut for root beer. Let's put it that way. Um, that's a, that's and, a way to put it. Uh, yeah, and uh, so anyway, there were these root beers though that I really liked. I don't even remember what they were called, uh, but they were just like these vanilla cream root beers, really good, and they came in a glass bottle. Mm-hmm. Sweet. It was also like the brown stained glass bottle, so it looks like a beer oh, bottle. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm drinking out of one of these. Doesn't even matter I'm that I'm underage at that point. I'm just drinking one of these in a public park in the middle mm-hmm. of downtown. And a cop who's, you know, walking around patrolling, uh, you know, sees this underage kid with a brown glass bottle in his hands, and rightly so goes. I'm going to go see what's up here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, like there's, there's no, not blaming him and, by any means. Yeah. yeah. No, not by any means. So, and yeah, so the cop comes up and he's like, uh, Hey, so um, what's, uh, what, what's that you got there? And I was like, Oh, it's, it, it's just a, it's a, it's a root beer. I showed him the label and like, and then I, I offered it to him to smell as well. Just to be like, it, it's, it's what I'm saying it is. Kind of thing, yeah. Right. And so the cop takes a, a sniff of it. Uh, and turns out he loves root beer too. And he's like, dude, like that smells amazing. Actually. Where'd you get that? I'm like, literally just <laughs> at the convenience store, like across the street here. And he's like, Oh, okay, sweet. Thanks. And he goes off in that direction, like directly <laughs> for the place. Yeah. Turns the lights <laughs> on, pulls a donut in the yes. middle of the road. Yeah. <laughs> at least he wasn't like, Oh, sorry. I got to confiscate that. This, this obviously smells like beer and then just like slams it back. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> It's like, oh no! I guess I was wrong. Sorry, kid. <laughs> <laughs> there, uh, there, there was a uh, a friend of ours that was, or is a cop, I should say, um, who did something similar to that though to my sister. Um, so Stampede is uh, like the the rodeo and uh, carnival and that kind of stuff. Um, was a it, it's always a block away from my childhood house, and uh, so anyway, my my uh, my mom and my sister were heading over. Uh, you know, to the, or they were walking out of it, one of the, one or the other. And uh, my, my sister had this uh, like corn in the cob basically. And uh, our, our police officer friend, you know, sees them was like, you know, talking with them for a little bit. And my sister's maybe, I think like eight years old at this point. Um, mm. And uh, the officer, you know, like is, it seems like he's kind of joking a bit of like, Oh, Hey, can I have a bite of that kind of thing? And, my sister being eight years old, but also thinking that it's a joke, uh, goes, yeah, sure. And offers like offers it up to him and he takes it and he takes a couple big bites and gives it back to her and it continues on. <laughs> it was actually our, uh, our, our resource officer for a little bit as well at, uh, at our high school officer Chow. Oh, okay. That's who, okay, that's who gotcha. it was. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Now that that awesome makes dude. sense now that you, you put the, the name to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good dude. He was, uh, Fun. he was my dare officer as well way back in, yeah, he was mine too. Had to do that. So yeah, I, th- I think he was one of the only guys that did it. And for those that don't listening, what what did it stand for? Uh, it's like uh, drugs I... are really excellent or something like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh yeah, we're taking we're getting taken off Twitch 100 percent now. <laughs> I'm actually what, what did that? Uh, drug abuse resistance education. That's what it was. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was obviously didn't that part didn't stick. Anyways, so. They're really like had me thinking, you know, that like I could just turn the corner and some random dude would just jump out at me and just go, Hey, you want to buy some cocaine? Yeah. I've right? never had that happen to me. 
Like, it literally like it's not be like once. a daily yeah. occurrence, like a daily battle against drugs. And I'm just like, what? Like this yeah. isn't at all how they set it up to be. Yeah. Yeah. I'm exactly. disappointed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like not like literally not even once have I ever like seen illegal drugs. Like like ever. So like besides in movies, obviously, but like, you know. And even then that's not illegal drugs. Um Yeah, well yeah, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, no, I haven't either, actually. So, like, nope. really not that common, but it was, like, yeah. it was basically a program designed to, like, scare 10-year-old kids into, like, <laughs> being absolutely mortified of drugs and, like, every and like the people around them and, and stuff like that and, like, how they're just, yeah. like, they all made, like, horrible life choices and now, like, they just, like, live on the streets and life sucks and nobody loves them kind of thing. And, like, they're da- super dangerous, so you got to avoid them. And, like, it was it, it was really fear-mongering, but, you know. Yeah, but as you got older as well, because, like, it wasn't, like, the D.A.R.E. program again and again kind of thing, but you had similar things, like, of a, an officer yeah. or somebody, like, coming in and talking to your school or whatever. And, like, as you got older, though, it definitely got more realistic, but also showed you, like, mm-hmm. hey, like, especially if you go down this path, you know, like, this is what, like, the effects are of this or that mm-hmm. sort of thing, right? So, like... It, became more relevant i guess yeah. or more re- more realistic less fear mongery more educational which yeah. is good so yeah yeah exactly um yeah. but uh yeah how do we get to this point already I, not a clue <laughs> man we went we've been all over the place so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. For, you know what, I'm, gonna, are... I'm gonna i'm gonna continue just okay. for, for one more thing yeah because i i came across this highlight about like five minutes, 10 minutes before we went on air. And I'm like, I have like, this can't even wait for, for what's quacking or anything like that. Okay. This needs to get brought up right at the start of the show. At, at least we're tying it back you. to hockey. So that's good. <laughs> yeah. Or sports at some point. <laughs> partially. Um, I want to show you uh, what I consider to be a textbook uh, shoulder check. Okay. All right. Like shoulder, like shoulder to shoulder, just perfectly timed shoulder check. All right. Take a look at this and the poor kid's hairstyle here. As <laughs> oh well. my god! Uh, just so if, if you're watching this, you, you got it. But if you're if you're not, I'll I'll describe it to you here. You know, like he's he's coming alongside, right? Perfect, unsuspecting, and then boom, shoulder to like elbow height. It's perfect. Knocks him cleanly, and you know just continues on. It's fantastic. So let's, let's let's watch this one more time here. And you know what? I'm even going to make it a little bit more, a little bit slower even than it already oh, is. Oh, perfect in the uh in the in the video itself already here let's let's throw it to half speed of what i'm assuming is already like half speeds we're gonna go like quarter speed now, now now i want you to narrate it as if this is like a oh my god uh, no okay that's too slow uh, that's too slow yeah 75 <laughs> Net, and while it's going on narrate it as if it's a department of player safety uh <laughs> like video so i have to be like monotone yes. i don't even know if it's possible for me to be monotone to be honest with you you, you just gotta not care i just have to not care yeah Oh, okay. Well, I guess I'm going against uh, everything I stand for here. All right. As you see, the player is skating alongside and puts his shoulder into the opposition's elbow, knocking him over. This is a shoulder check. This is clean. Clean? I didn't have the puck. (laughs) I mean, guy with the good hair didn't have the puck. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) 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 Sorry. Uh, however, the player who received the hit did not have the puck and did not have it anytime recently. This is interference. There you go. There you go. <laughs> the Department of Player Safety 
gives this beautiful blonde kid uh, a $5,000 raise per day. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice, hey? <laughs> what, where did you, like, where, like, obviously I know where you found that, but like, what, did you actually pull that up like five, ten minutes ago? Yeah, I did. It straight up was what? on my recommended videos on YouTube. Oh, God. If anybody I swear, is, like, you're probably especially, like, especially if you're listening, you are very confused right now. What it was, was, and, and it does tie to the conversation earlier. So Carter and I have been in a couple different bands together. And that was one of our band's very first, and I think, oh, no, I think we had another music video. Uh, was our very first Maybe. music video, though, that we recorded in uh, a, a park. And uh, if you're just listening, the the scene was uh, Carter had our bass player, like was like piggybacking like Yoda on his back, our bass player. And I was walking beside with a guitar in hand as well. And I, I do remember us filming this like completely unsuspecting. I just decided to lay a body check on the two of them from yeah. like a foot away. I'm honestly impressed that I even knocked like like the both of you down kind of thing. I'm well, impressed I was giving someone a piggyback there. like <laughs> but even so like the the <laughs> weight difference alone at the time especially was I was I was surprised. So Fair. but uh yeah, clean shoulder check there by uh but a, a 16-year-old Nate Thomas, I think. Uh, 16, maybe 17. Yeah. Yeah. Listening to the, the recording, though, my God. Like, oh, yeah, it was, was like, we thought it was the, like one of the best things ever at the time. It sucks. And we okay. only have ourselves to blame because we did <laughs> record we, we did it ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, there was no such thing as a click track yet for us, like a metronome. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, or like any sense of quality at all. <laughs> yeah, I think we recorded that. Well, the drums especially we recorded in your house. I remember, and it was in your, uh, your your drum room that was not soundproofed at all. Wooden floor, <laughs> the squarest room you've ever seen. Nothing yeah. on the walls. Nothing else. Hardly in the room. Sound like, bouncing like a motherfucker, basically. <laughs> with a with three microphones that were worth a combined total of maybe one hundred and fifty dollars. Four yeah, microphones. Well, yeah, maybe. Something so like that. Maybe yeah. 200, but yeah. Anyways, we <laughs> got so far <laughs> off the rails there. Welcome to the Quack Report. Uh, <laughs> if uh, you've been around for a while, you are used to just w whatever we talk about is what we talk about, whether it's hockey related or not. If you're new, then th this is, you know, what you can look forward to the, for the rest of the season and <laughs> Then multiply it by about three or four or five yeah, for the off not season. Not usually for like for this long into an episode. No, but, but. you know it happens. We, yeah. we don't have a whole lot going on these days with ducks hockey, and a, a whole lot that we you know have to say that's anything new that we haven't said at least we're four, seventy-four games, five, into the year. ten times <laughs> already. <laughs> like, yeah. So, um, but yeah, with that I guess in mind, let's uh, hop into. As you said, Game 74 against the Colorado Avalanche. This game went about as you would expect. Pretty and much. it's exactly what I predicted of you are not going to get the same game that you had back in January against the Colorado Avalanche. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say exactly as you predicted because you said 5-2 and it was 5-1. 
So not not quite exactly, but like pretty close. So close on that. God damn. Yeah. I mean, I, to be fair, I was too. I said 6-1 Colorado. So, you know, yeah. we're, we were each off by a goal um, one way or another. So, But yes, you know, we'll, we'll say 95% as the, you predicted. The premise of what was going to happen in the game. Besides the amount of goals. The shit stomping on the docks is what I predicted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was very much right. Yeah. I, but I, mean, I didn't was bet it like? on it because every time I bet on the ducks to lose, that's when they win. So And, and, and we don't want that. Stop right now, losing so. money on that. <laughs> yeah, which is, which is smart. There was a, a good chunk of the game where we didn't or of the second period, sorry, where we didn't have a single shot on goal. Like I think it was maybe ten or eleven ish minutes in before we got our first shot of the second period. Yeah, it was a long time. <laughs> yeah. So like it, it's no secret that second periods are the bane of the Anaheim Ducks existence. But like this was a definitely a newer well it's not even really a new low no it's it's happened before this season i'm sure so but like it was just it it just really speaks volumes i think to how this game went as a whole yeah so and then somehow we ended up with i think like eight or nine shots in the period i don't know i don't care to look it up at this point but Uh, um you know a lot of them were like okay one two three shots and then one two three more shots and then yeah it was all like rebound chances yeah. Or that kind of thing. In so. that period, yeah. So um but yeah, I mean Colorado deserved to win a meter seventy seven point four percent of the time they, they take this one. So yeah, makes sense to me. Even that seems low, honestly. Like I, yeah. I can't I can't <laughs> imagine this game going really any other way unless Gib I I mean I guess like the twenty two point six percent of the amount of times that Gibson wins or sorry the Ducks win this one it's because of John Gibson and he just puts up like stellar save after stellar save and gets a shutout like that's really the only way because I don't see yeah, us exactly. getting any more goals here so no I don't either so um yeah I uh, was Johansson you know Johansson was in yeah. that for uh Chicago there yeah putting up a 967 save Sh- percentage Chicago, yeah. um what you said Chicago Oh, did I? Sorry, Colorado. Yeah, Colorado yeah. <laughs> Let's not confuse the people here. I'm sure they're already like dazed after the 20 minute opening that we have. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, he, like he made a couple of good saves for sure. Like yeah, ones that were like, oh damn, like okay, like yeah, he just he robbed a goal there. Um, yes, that's a good. Point. Like not not to slight him, but he definitely you know didn't have a. Um, I say eight. this when when the when the Ducks have 30 shots on net. Yeah, he didn't have a tough night though. Like he was a lot of. Uh, Fairly easy shots, I would say. Yeah, so. like do you have the medium, high, low danger? Yeah, it was uh, uh, it was ten high danger shots against for uh, Johansson. Uh, oh, okay. The only goal against was a high danger one, but otherwise it was yeah. twelve low danger, seventeen medium, which is like is pretty usual. Like it's yeah. like, like kind of like more your average, not for the Ducks, but just in, in general. In general, yeah, exists. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yay, we're average. <laughs> yeah, for once. Uh, but um, yeah, he, he he played a great game on the uh, yeah. on the opposing side. So I, yeah, uh, cool. how, I when we're talking about shots, though, I did have to uh, make a like a, a self inflicted, I guess, kind of kind of joke. I'm trying to see if I can. Oh yeah, here it is. Uh, 
I tweeted out with them uh, to uh, tell it as it is uh, the mm. Avalanche podcast here on THPN though. Uh, I said with a minute left in this game, uh, the Avalanche only have 43 shots on the Ducks. And then mm. I put the uh, the the gift. Uh, oh, why can't I remember his name? Uh, the teacher from The Simpsons uh, or the principal? Sorry, uh, from The Simpsons. Just with the pathetic. Uh, oh yeah, I, I had to put that gift there. So and. Uh, Got a reply back there. We're just like, it's a back to back. Give us a break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Only 43 shots. How yeah. embarrassing. <laughs> if you're not racking up 50 shots on the Anaheim Ducks in a game, like, what are you doing? If you're not racking up 50 shots in the Anaheim Ducks, mid. Yeah. You're not even going to sniff the second round. <laughs> no. Hell, it might not even make the playoffs. Stanley <laughs> Cup? Fuck no. <laughs> playoffs? You're talking about playoffs right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, the uh, the the one bright spot here was the Derek Grant goal uh, that was scored in the first period. First, am I crazy in th- remembering that this was the first goal of the game? You are not crazy in thinking that. I can see why you would think that you were, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, that's fine. Five often, unanswered by the Colorado uh, Avalanche. Yeah, because how often does that happen? That one, the Ducks score first, and two. Derek Grant is the guy to get us the lead and the first goal of the game. Yeah. Off of, if you would have told me that Kale McCarr would turn the puck over in his own zone to Jakob Silverberg, who would then send a perfect pass to Derek Grant, who would then actually put it in the net to score the first goal of the game, I would have laughed. At whoever told me that. There's no way I would have thought that. But that's exactly what happened. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and and the Ducks held that lead for a grand total of uh, like three-ish, three, three and a half minutes. Hey, it, you know, it's, <laughs> we it's better. Three and a half minutes about. <laughs> you know, th- they could have let it in like, you know, right off the next face-off, like 10, 15 seconds later. So... <laughs> That's that's about three fifteen longer than I thought. <laughs> oh man! Can you tell I'm just having? I'm just like, you're, I'm, you're just I'm like, just like at this point? It's, it's not happening. Obviously, right? It's yeah. just every game that we lose is two things: one step closer to potentially Connor Bedard, and two, just this. I, I feel like a lot of players even feel like this. Um, just this train wreck of a season, kind of being done you can actually like it makes sense then to look forward to next year and yeah that kind of thing uh it's also you know one game closer to we, we don't have to deal with dallas Eakins anymore that, i swear things. to god though yeah as yeah it's three i, I swear <laughs> to god though if he comes back I, if that man comes back i, I don't even want you to Put this I out into the universe. I don't know what I will do, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. The, the fact that you even, like, spoke those words just, like, gives gives there, me nightmares. I, there, I knocked, I knocked on wood. My, okay. my desk has made wood. Yeah, no, I've, I've been slamming my hands all over it while yeah. you, uh, you were talking because I was like, what the fuck is this guy doing? So. <laughs> but I swear to God. <laughs> Pat, if you're listening right now, I swear to God, dude. <laughs> Verbeek, we don't ask for much, okay? <laughs> this is all we'll ever ask for, ever again. This, this is it. That's, that's all. <laughs> that, that, 
you know, that that's it. Th- this is like our one one wish. You know, it's this is the equivalent of finding a genie lamp and, and rubbing it and the genie pops out and says, I will grant you three wishes. And you say, hold up, I only need one. No more Dallas Eakins in Anaheim. Please, God. Or genie. Please, genie, I guess. <laughs> the other two, I don't know. Go find some, like, poor orphan and just give him one of the, like, one or two of the wishes. Like, I, 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 I don't would, need him. I this is all I, I need. I wouldn't mind a Connor Bedard and, uh, well, I, I don't know, uh, another, like, top four defenseman. Sure. Well, I'll, well yeah. I'll go with like, those, but, like. <laughs> but, yeah, like, if. <laughs> the the big know. thing, though, if, 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 like, those are too much to ask for, please at least just get me the Dallas Eakins one. <laughs> yeah, because, like, there's certain rules when it comes to wishes. Like, you know, you can't wish um, for more wishes. You can't wish for, um, like, infinite life or, or something like that. Yeah, or to, or to bring somebody back from the dead. Or to bring someone back and, like, you can't, like, wish for, you know, physical harm and or, or death or anything to be on somebody else. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the, the, like the standard ones. So you know, if Connor Bedard is thrown in there, like, sorry, like I, I don't control that. Like that is that is at Gary Bettman's whim who, where Connor Bedard goes. So, uh, but but what I can do is get rid of Dallas Eakins, and and that you know will give you your best chance. Say less, Sam. Say less. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's when uh, the genie just pulls out of Anaheim Ducks, and she's like, "Dude, I'm fucking right there with you." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've been waiting for someone like you. <laughs> You're the chosen one. Inside his lamp, there's like a a, a scrawling of Wild Wing on there. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, the, the wall inside the lamp is just the Wild Wing jersey of like him popping out of the ice. Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's just the wall is a mural. It, of it, that. It's just that like wallpapered all around. <laughs> Could you imagine? Okay, if somebody finds like legit Wild Wing wallpaper, I swear, f- fuck my dire- my damage deposit. I'm putting it on this this wall. Dude, we can me. just go get that made. Oh, can you? Pretty okay, sure. I take that back. I thought it would be way less common. <laughs> <laughs> or we just get well, let's get like a like a like a massive like uh, not not a poster but like a banner basically that we can just like drape over it. Oh yeah, but. You see, I want it to be like actual, like, you know, the style of like, you know, 80s wallpaper where it's like that kind of off-white cream color and there's like random, like, uh, what's what's this one? Vertical stripes, you know, yeah. that are just like a like a garbage color of blue. Okay, yeah, okay, I got yeah. you now. Yeah, like, you, you, I, I know that like everybody can see what I'm talking about now because like everybody has seen that wallpaper before. I, like, I want that. <laughs> just, just like. Absolutely, I'm sure it could get. I'm sure it could get styled that way. I'm we sure. can make. We could make this happen. Yeah. No. Probably. Yeah. We got. Uh, we got way in the chat t- uh, tuning in at the right moment, saying hello, hello. What's going on, way? Good hey. to see you. Uh, what else do we have oh. for this game here? Um, you had a note about Silverberg being all over the net tonight. Yeah, I thought he uh, looked really good in this game against the uh, against the Az. He didn't pot a goal, but he did get uh, the assist, like you were talking about on the on the Derek Grant goal there, and mm-hmm. uh, tied the team for the most shots on net in this game with uh, nice. four, uh, which tied with uh, Grant and McTavish. Um, and his expected goal percentage five on five in this game was ridiculous, an eighty six point three six percent. Uh, oh, wow. leading the team. Uh, so he's expected goals for of 1.69, uh, expected goals nice. against 2. Uh, 0.27, sorry. Um, and Very I'm just going to double check. I think that was actually, that might have been, yeah, that that led both teams, actually. Oh, wow. So, yeah, Selferberg was all over the net. Uh, just couldn't buy a goal, unfortunately, to 
to save him there. But uh, yeah, he, I, I I thought he was looking really good. So and judging by uh, what I was seeing as well on on Twitter, that's a lot of people like a lot of people were thinking that too. So it was uh, mm-hmm. yeah. it was a it, that was like one of the few bright spots out of this game, I think. So yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, just is a nice confidence boost going into next season. Yeah, here's um, hoping. So, yeah, yep. And, and for the rest of this season, I suppose. But yeah. I still have a few um, games left. Eight, yeah. eight games left. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Jack Johnson of the Avs, defenseman there, got his first goal since, <laughs> is this right? October 13th of 2021? That the is correct. Night? Damn. How many games has he played in there? I uh, will double check. This is uh, what good old stat muse is good for. I love him for this. I got it right here. Oh, you do? Oh, oh we, can just, we can just add, because that was the first game of the year. That Oh, year. I guess. Yeah. And then his most recent game, Colorado, I don't think has played a game since. Uh, yeah, by the looks of it, uh, they haven't. So uh, last season, he played in 74 games. And this season he's played in well, 58 with Chicago, 60 in Colorado. I forgot he got traded at the deadline there. Um, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, so bust out the calculator here because <laughs> I, I can't do that. <laughs> okay. 146? Uh, 148. 148? Oh, yeah, in total. But yeah, 146 without a goal. Then. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. guess yeah. 146 games without a goal. Yeah, I didn't do quick mental math. By nearly, the way. I did just like, look it up. But. Nearly <laughs> two full seasons because if you were to play like a full 82 game schedule uh, for two years in a row, it's 164 games. Yeah, and this was. Uh, yeah. What, so yeah, this, this would be the basically the end of the second season. So he hasn't really missed a game in there at all then. Yeah, because 58... Oh, jeez. It's off. Uh, 74 games. Yeah, he's played. So. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So. Yeah, wow. Uh, so, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, this is <laughs> you know. more a fun stat, and I'm just like, of course it's against the Ducks. Of course it's against the Ducks, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. So. Let's, just out of curiosity, longest active goalless um, or maybe goal drought. To be fair, he is, is like, a, like, stat like he is like a second at best third line pairing defenseman. And he's not known for his goal scoring. Let's put it that way. Oh, yeah. Like the guy's got 73. He, damn, okay. Uh, he, he's got 73 goals. In 1,098 games in the NHL. Oh wow! Like I knew he had been around for a while, but damn, yeah, almost 1,100 games. Good on him. 318 points. He, he's a lot more known for his assists. Let's put it that way. 245 in that span. Yeah, yeah, fair. <laughs> hmm. Okay, Stat Muse apparently can't handle streaks yet. <laughs> so, guess we're not. Uh, here, but. And I forgot how like high he was ranked as or like drafted as well. Third overall in two thousand five to the oh, Carolina damn. Hurricanes. Wow. I forgot about hmm. that. Yeah. No, me too. Yeah. 
Um, Remember, for some reason, my cousins and I we loved having like playing as whatever team Jack Johnson was on. I don't remember why, but we did. Hmm. So like everybody wanted to have Jack John, like the team with Jack Johnson, if you, if it was available to grab. So interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, let's hit, hit the chat here really quickly. Way saying uh, I got my first jersey, uh, Mighty Ducks purple and teal recently, so I'm flourishing. Nice. Ooh, nice. Good Perfect. I, I just hung mine up for the show, actually. Perfect. I yeah. like it. We also got Reneal in the chat saying hi. What's going on, Reneal? Good to see you. Hello, hello. Uh, you got anything else to add about this game? Nah. Like I said, it's about what you uh, what you would expect heading into this one. Yeah. It's what I pretty well predicted it to be on the last episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's... Yeah. <laughs> We, uh, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, we got them one more time on April 9th, which is the third two weeks ish from yeah, today. Yeah, I, I looked ahead. I think it's the not this coming Sunday, but the one after the the Sunday after the Sunday of the Easter long weekend. I suppose. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, April 9th. So, so yeah, that'll be game. That'll be game days. seven. That'll be games uh, eighty. Sorry. Okay. So just so. a couple left after that. So yeah, we get to do this all over again. We get to, you know, experience what it's like to just be steamrolled by the defending Stanley Cup champions one more time. Yeah. And I feel like we're just gonna see like steamrolling by playoff teams uh a few times here coming up here. Oh, probably. Yeah. So. We've got we've got a pretty uh not pleasant schedule coming up. But we'll especially we'll, we'll especially, that. especially this week. Oh yeah, no for sure. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll definitely get to that a little later on in the episode. Uh first I guess let's do a little bit of news should take us to about halfway. Yeah, sure. We do. Yeah, sure. Just we'll hit a couple points here. Yeah. Uh Trevor Zegris listed as day-to-day suffered a lower body injury against the Colorado Avalanche. Um he left during the second period, did not return. Um, it's been said he will be out still day to day. I think for a bit, like they haven't. I, I thought I saw something today. I so probably he, didn't save it, but like he won't be traveling with the team. Is that right? Uh, no, he is going to be traveling with the team. It's oh, okay. uh, which will it, it's somebody else that, or I guess two people. Oh, okay. that won't be traveling. The one gotcha. I don't. Have That's what I got. Here. The other one is Adam Henry. That's not going to be traveling with the team. So oh, okay, which he's been out for a while. Now. Yeah, he's it so. sounds. I think he. I think he's back skating with the team, but he won't well, be joining good. them on the trip. So okay, yeah. So um, yeah, in a I guess somewhat corresponding move, the Ducks recalled Andre Schuster from the San Diego Gulls to come up. Obviously, not like a direct replacement for Trevor Zegras because, well, Zegras and Schuster, but you know, in terms of position as well, um, but. Yeah, just seeing what we got with uh, him for the rest of the season in his third stint with Anaheim, as as we talked about already, because he was part of that Klingberg trade when we sent Klingberg to Minnesota. So, you know, this is uh, Pat Verbeek just saying, like, screw you, Nate, for saying that this, <laughs> like, screw you in particular for saying this was a bad trade. I'm going to sign Nestoranko to a basically one year entry level deal. And I'll take. I'll take. Andre the Schuster Ranko. is going to play. I'll take the Nestoranko. Like I said, like if he, if he, because at the time he wasn't signed. If he got signed and it, you know, seemed to work out, which I mean, only a few games in, seems like a good f- piece for the future, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 
then okay, there, there's some a bit more justification to it. Mm-hmm. But at the time, it was Nesterenko's unsigned, and you're getting a uh, pick in like two, no, three drafts. Three drafts. Now. Yeah, that's like middle of the pack, and a guy who has been playing entirely his season this year in the AHL couldn't crack the Minnesota Wild defense. What do you mean couldn't crack the Minnesota Wild defense? That's like the one position they were they they're deep at. Were they especially at the start of this year though? Yes. They were going through a few different guys. Yeah, because they had a lot of guys that could play. <laughs> right. I'm saying though, the Wilds sucked at the beginning of the year, remember? It was them in Vancouver for like who could like for whoever was like the first one to actually pick up just any type of win in the season. <laughs> Yeah, and then they, after that, they figured it out. Now they're like, what, first in the division? Yeah. Either way, the so, guy's yeah. been stuck in the AHL for the entire time. Yeah. And Anyways, oh. I hope that he comes in and he just tanks this team all the way to Connor Bedard and this fourth I round pick in like however many years <laughs> also turns into like just the biggest steal of the whole draft so that one day you'll just say, you know what? I was wrong. John Klingberg trade was the best deal Pat Verbeek ever made. Well, I mean, if he sucks, besides the idea of tanking if he sucks then that's not a good deal (laughs) it is if it gets you to the promised land but how many times are you trying to go to the promised land real once and it's this fucking season (laughs) and that's why we got him (laughs) fine what's it what are they it's like the uh the egyptian you know afterlife the field of reeds and because we're ducks we want to go to the field of reeds which is full of connor bedards Getting all spiritual up in here. Oh, man. I don't know why I feel the need to defend the John Klingberg trade so much, but I, I, I don't do. know either. Is it because Shattenkirk didn't get traded and you're salty that there wasn't a chance at McDoubles? Potentially. Yeah, like subconsciously. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, after the initial reaction, I guess. I do kind of wonder what Shattenkirk would have gotten. I do kind of wonder. If Klingberg got an unsigned draft pick, Andre Schuster, and a fourth round pick in four years. Three years. <laughs> three but years. Yeah. Sorry. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I don't even know if it's like worth the price of admission to even like pick up the phone <laughs> to answer a call about Kevin Shattenkirk. It's like those emails you get at work that you're just like, you, you just see the subject line and you're like, I'm not going to waste my time reading this. And you just hit the, the delete button right away. It's like the, the subject line is like proposal for Shattenkirk question mark. And you're like, no, I'll just like, we're good. I, boss, I know that's not going to be worth Your it. boss right now is listening to the playback of this and they're about to pause it and come into your office and go, so what emails are you ignoring, huh? <laughs> is this why this isn't done? Because you've been ignoring the email. Let me see your trash bin. <laughs> <laughs> Four unread emails and it's all from them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so anyway, speaking of the AHL, let's talk about his AHL numbers this year because that's yeah. where he's been. Uh, for the Iowa Wild and the San Diego Gulls combined, he's played 46 games this year. He's put up three goals and 14 points and has sat in the box for 41 minutes this year. Noise. Just to give you an idea. So, uh, and as we said as well, uh, he has played with Anaheim in the past. 
Specifically, he played with Anaheim just last year. Uh, he also played with that Tampa Bay like last way year. Longer ago. <laughs> it does. It does. Yeah. Uh, he also played with Tampa Bay last year. So combining those two teams and his time last year, played in 38 games, scored one goal, and had six points. Most importantly, was the one goal with Anaheim? I... No, it was not actually because uh, a little bit farther down, if uh, if, you, if you continue to read the outline there, oh, uh, yes. I have as a duck in 2018-19 and the 21-22 season. He's played a combined 28 games for the Anaheim Ducks, putting up zero goals and five points. Okay, yeah. Oh, makes sense. He will wear number 29 for the Ducks this season. If he in gets honor, it, in honor of him playing in his 29th game as a Duck? Does somebody have 92? Because that's what he wore, I think, last time. I feel like someone does. Yeah. Oh, no. Maybe not. Uh, nope. I was thinking no, Nesterenko, but he's 62, is he not? Mm, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's probably what I was thinking of then. Does somebody have 92? I can't think of it. Doesn't look like it. Yeah. Pat Rubik was just like, you know what? We need a couple more jersey sales here, and you know, I, I don't want people to recycle their uh, their their ninety two uh, Schuster jerseys. <laughs> yeah, I want them to get a, a twenty nine Schuster jersey. Yeah, which I mean, so, give, you, so you give just take that. out a few stitches and you know switch the place of the numbers, but yeah. <laughs> You just pull a Fanatics on it. That's all. It's all, it's all good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just just order an, an, an old 92 Schuster from Fanatics, and there's a there's a 50% chance that everything else is right, and they just switch the numbers. There was... Sorry, really quickly on the Fanatics thing. There was somebody... I was watching the, the Flames and Kings game last night, and there was somebody in the stands that the camera had looked at that was wearing... Uh, one of those like cut down the middle and sewn together type jerseys, uh-huh. and they took two fanatics jerseys of you know the Flames and the Kings, sewed them together. Someone shared it on uh, on Twitter and was like, "What is this?" And I'm like, "It looks like something that fanatics would sell." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not not sell. It's they would sell a Flames or a Kings jersey, and then this is what you would get. Yeah, exactly. They'd be like, "Shit, yeah. we." F- this is like fucked up halfway through. Huh? Who yeah. cares? They'll, they'll 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 eat it up anyway. Yeah, they have a, they have a two for one deal, and so you put in your card of Flames and a Kings jersey, and, <laughs> and then they're that's like what you two. Get. It's yeah. like, no, no, no. You read it wrong. It's a two yeah. in one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw somebody else shared. It was like on the website, and it was uh, Seattle Sharks. Fun. So it was like the Sharks logo on the on the chest of the shirt, mm-hmm. but then it had Seattle written on the sleeves. <laughs> Someone's like, I didn't realize this, that, that Seattle picked up two teams in the last two years. Yeah. Was, was there a San Jose Kraken Jersey or shirt like I, somewhere I else? I wonder. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Oh, this is going to be fun. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other guy who will not be joining the ducks on the, uh, road trip here coming up this weekend uh, is Troy Terry. Um, we talked about him on the last episode. He had left during the game against St. Louis due to a personal matter uh, after the second period there. Um, 
like I said, won't be joining the team on the three-game road trip here uh, because of the possibility of an early birth uh, for his and his wife's first child that was originally due in May. Uh, Troy Terry was quoted in an article from Lisa Dillman today uh, with the OC Register saying, uh, quote, basically some complications have come up uh, and she's okay and the baby's healthy. So that's good. That's, that's good. Yeah. Yep. I, I don't feel the need to dive any further. Lisa Dillman mm-hmm. obviously didn't either. I don't want. I don't. I don't think anybody else should be either. Right? Just yeah. As long as everybody's healthy in that, we're all good. We're all good. So, yeah. uh, Troy Terry is planning to play the remaining home games this season. There are four left on the schedule, um, and after this road trip as well, uh, those are there's only going to be one road game left as well. So, mm-hmm. um, so we will for sure see. Terry, I, sh- I guess I shouldn't say for sure. Um, if, uh, likely, if, if, likely. If, yeah, yeah, likely see him for the last four game for the last four home games. So, yeah, which yeah, that makes sense based off of what I know from babies that are born early, uh, or it said possibility of an early birth. Yeah. So, um, so I'm assuming like if they were born early, then like they've got to you know be in the hospital in like a. In- like an incubation, I think is what it's called, like chamber. So like, you know, it makes sense that he would just want to be at home and like be able to quickly go and visit yep. the baby. And if it's not born, then, you know, there was complications, then it's like, okay, I want to be around my wife slash yep, just unborn case. baby just to like, you know, be close in case yeah. I need I need to be. So, you know, it, it makes sense. And like, there's no reason for Troy Terry to play the rest of the season at all. And it, like definitely not the away games. If he wants to still do the home games, then... Sure, by all means. Yeah, do it. And, like, he, and he's still skating with the team, and that he was on, uh, he was he was at practice today, skating around and that kind of yeah. thing too. So it's more just he's not gonna not gonna hit the road just in case, um, you know, there uh, is a birth or that kind of thing. So uh, and he he did say as well, all, I didn't have it in here, but his his wife's at home and she's fine. So yeah, I know I said so that she's fine, but just like the at home, I guess to add. So yeah, uh, really quickly we'll hit the comments here. We got. Uh, L in the chat as well, saying hi from Twitch. What's going on? Hello, hello. Um, yeah, so don't be betting on any Troy Terry stats, basically, for the next three games is what we're saying, if you're going to bet on <laughs> DraftKings Sportsbook. And because, uh, yeah, you're, you're, you're definitely not going to cash in on those. So not no. that I think the props would be up anyway, but just on the sl- yeah. very, very small chance. Yeah. But we wish, uh, you know, Troy and his wife all the best, and uh, hopefully a healthy baby is coming. So, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah with uh, the, all the news now out of the way, um, before we get to the upcoming games, we will take a quick break for a minute with DraftKings, as Nate already has brought up. Promo code THPN for any bets that are not Troy Terry related for the next three games. <laughs> All yours uh, over at DraftKings Sportsbook. We'll see you guys in just a minute. The biggest tournament in college basketball is underway, and the action is just getting started on DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Plus, combine multiple bets for a shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings will be featuring parlays and odd boosts all tournament long, so be sure to check out DraftKings Sportsbook 
every day to see what they have in store. So, what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with the code THPN. Right now, new customers can bet $5 on any pregame Moneyline bet and get $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Again, that's promo code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, so yeah, a few upcoming games. Actually, quite a few. Um, got Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday upcoming up coming up between now and our next episode. So lots of Ducks hockey to keep everybody excited for the next few days. Or, well, maybe not, depending on how you feel about Ducks losses, regardless of the promise of Connor Bedard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> potential promise, potential promise. Yeah. I guaranteed. Yeah. Uh, so first of the three-game road trip. I'm, I'm assuming it's three games and then we're back home. Yes, it is. And then, yep. Okay. Uh, yeah, first of the three-game road trip is against the Seattle Sharks or Seattle Kraken. <laughs> My bad. Hey, call back. Just rolling today. <laughs> 7 p.m. Pacific time is when you can catch that one. We have played the Seattle Kraken already this season. This will be the final meeting between these two teams. I believe we have played them twice already. Three I times. I can remember. Has it been three times? I, yeah, yep. it was the season opener. Uh, there's November the 27th. So, see, sorry, let's let's go in order here. Season yep. opener, the Ducks win 5-4 in overtime. Uh, right. Remember, remember that? Remember how hype we were? And we were like, right? oh man, look at this team. Comeback right? win against the Seattle crack. Like This team shows so much promise and so much grit. And then we went on to get decimated. <laughs> Little did we know that uh, we'd be seeing overtime wins until like November only. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also played the Kraken on November 27th, uh, where the Kraken beat us 5-4. And then uh, just earlier this month on the 7th, uh, the Kraken beat us 5-2. Okay. So, what I'm hearing is the winner of this game scores five goals. Yeah, by the looks of it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Seattle Kraken's still currently holding on to that first wild card spot with 88 points in 73 games, uh, which is, although they have two games in hand. Uh, seven points back of the third place Edmonton Oilers in the Pacific and three points, and again, two games in hand for Seattle. Three, yeah, three points ahead of the Winnipeg Jets. So they're, they're in an okay position, um, yeah. but obviously, you know, they need to get as many wins as they can to hold on to a playoff spot. Uh, they've been okay from what I remember, um, like, like over the, the last stretch of games here. Um, I know uh, they've fallen off a little bit, maybe, but I guess you yeah, have some numbers. Probably. Their last 10, uh, 4 4 and 2. Um, they really like to play on the road this year by the looks of it. Their road record 24 10 and 4. However, they're going to be playing at home where, they're, where they are 16 5, uh, 15 and 4. Okay. Yeah, that's quite a difference. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Do you have a, a prediction? For this one lined up, 
I do feel like this is going to be a Seattle win, right? Like they're trying to hold on to a playoffs uh, spot because as much as they're, you know, games in hand and that sort of thing, the, uh, the, the playoff push there for the, the final two wildcard spots um, is, is interesting to say the least. Yeah. Um, there, there's not room for error. That's for sure. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and, I, and I feel like out of everything I've seen out of the Kraken this year, there hasn't been too many times where it really has been error. That's been the issue, right? It's just yeah. competitive games that they just happen to be on the wrong end of pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to stick with uh, what seems to be tradition here. Okay. Seattle's going to get five, and uh, just to you know, go down the middle for what the losing score is, I'm going to go five three for the crack. Okay, you were you were on the five two train for a while. You you don't want to stay on there. Nah, I'm going to go five three, and watch the score is going to be five two. <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh, trying to reconnect. That's not the Ducks. Are, the oh, Ducks are going to score like that last goal in like the last minute. They're going to be down five two. And then they're going to score just one more to make it 5-3. And I'm just going to be like, fuck, yeah. all right. <laughs> yeah, with the goalie pulled, they'll just like get one with like a second mm. left. No exactly. Second. Just lose it. They tend um, to do that to me. Yeah. The, yeah, what do I, uh, what do I think? Yeah, I also kind of want to stick with tradition, I guess. Say say five. Um, yeah, I don't see Anaheim winning this one. So I'll also predict Seattle and I think that'll look like, I don't know, 5-4 seems high. 5-1 seems low. I don't want to pick the same as you, so I guess that leaves 5-2. <laughs> Just by process of elimination. There's not there a go. whole lot of thought behind <laughs> it there. So, yeah, we are playing uh, next, after Seattle, the Edmonton Oilers, 7, 7 p.m. Pacific time for game two of that road trip. Uh, which is on Saturday. I don't remember if I said that or not. Uh, Oilers, as I said when we talked about Seattle, holding on to that third playoff spot in the Western Conference, uh, seven points ahead of Seattle, and just one point behind the LA Kings, who have one game in hand on Edmonton. Yeah, the Oilers just steamrolling right now, 8-1-1 one, and one in their last 10, and uh, they've definitely enjoyed playing it uh, home this year, 2012 and six on the season. Currently on a two game win streak. Carter McDavid is having a ridiculous season. Yeah. Like, like in the best I way possible, yeah. he's having a ridiculous season. Yeah. Got 143 it, points. Yeah, which the Edmonton Oilers still have just seven seven games left to play this year. Yeah, literally needs a point a game to hit one fifty, and based off his current trajectory, <laughs> will probably he'll do that be in three fine. games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, and his one hundred and forty three points are quite a bit ahead of Leon Dreisaitl, <laughs> who's in second with 116, which is also kind of a lot. And Nikita Kucherov has, is third kind in points. 104. Also also kind of a lot for at, like this point in the season. Like, it, yeah, it's just ab- absolutely nuts. So, um... <clears throat> I am genuinely kind of, I guess not 
surprised but am at the same time that the top three is not actually filled out by Oilers this year, like for the league uh, points. It goes McDavid, mm-hmm. 143, Drysaddle, 160, or, or sorry, 116, uh, Nikita Kucherov of the Tampa Bay Lightning, 104. Yeah. Like again, again, it's not the players that are there that surprise me or like just that it is, but at yeah. the same time with how some of the players on the Oilers have been doing this year. Mm-hmm. Um, David Pasternak at 98 points for the Bruins. Matthew Kachuk at 97 uh, for the Florida Panthers. And then 96. Quiet, at least to me, quietly having a good season. Matt yeah. Kachuk, like in Florida. Like I, I, I don't know if it's really, just because he's I think it's just our location. What? Yeah. Like we don't get a lot of Panthers coverage here, but. Yeah. Uh, mind you, though, the Panthers, I don't believe are in. A, yeah, they're fighting for a playoff no. spot right now. Uh, they're a point out of it, but Pittsburgh yeah. has a game in hand on them. Anyway, um, yeah, and then you yeah, got Ryan Nugent so. Hopkins at uh, 96 points on the year there uh, for the Edmonton Oilers. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did have to laugh at one comment I saw on Twitter. So, and like someone's just like, so he's playing up to that first overall potential finally. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm <guess>. like, <laughs> Do you see the Edmonton Oilers for the duration of his time there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's yeah. and he wasn't like a like a first overall like generational talent like a McDavid or something like that. Yeah. Right? But I but, I, I did so, have yeah. to kind of laugh at the comment though. Just like so he's, you know, actually looking like a first overall yeah, forward like Yeah, I, I mean, it is you know, it's kind of funny. I do, I do remember that, there so. was a good amount of hype around him as well. Going there was, yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. So. So. Anyway, though, uh, you want to talk about Colorado giving a shit stomping. It's going to be about the same, I think, for this game. Uh, I'm just going to go out and predict 5-1 right now for the Oilers. Okay. Yeah. No, that's fair. I, uh, you're, you're loving the fives these days. Fuck it. 6-1. <laughs> just to be different. <laughs> Um, poor John, poor Lucas, whoever's in that. Sorry, it's nothing against you, (laughs) it's it's how she rolls. Um, I I forgot to check uh, the the whole back to back situation. Um, yeah, Seattle, nope, they played Minnesota on Monday, we'll play LA on Saturday, so no back to back there. Edmonton, uh, LA Thursday, then Anaheim. Saturday, and then they won't play again till LA Tuesday, followed by Anna, Anaheim Wednesday. Wednesday. So, <laughs> LA Anaheim, LA Anaheim, fun. Yep. And and then San Jose, Colorado, San Jose, also also fun. We get to see. We're in that last ten where you're primarily playing your divisional. Yeah. Now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it makes sense. Um, yeah. I, I I feel like one goal against seems low. For this, just it, it, it's how she goes in Edmonton. So I'm gonna say Ducks get three. Ooh, all right. But I'm gonna go wild here. I can just feel it in my bones. Eight three. Eight three for Edmonton. Yeah. Your bias showing. Hey, I gave him three goals. No, I, I'm, ki- I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm straight up. I'm straight up looking at that and I'm going, yeah, that's realistic. 
Yeah. When was the last time I predicted three goals? Oh, it was against St. Louis. I predicted Anaheim would win three one, and and they did get three. <laughs> they did get three goals. To be fair, so my my, my radar is on there. Actually, you know what? I am bang on with how many goals the Ducks are getting for the last three games. It's it's the other teams that I don't know. Yeah, I got you're two, right. Yeah, yeah you're I got right. <laughs> two goals against for Winnipeg, which they did. Three against St. Louis, which I thought they would only allow one, which was foolish of me. Um, and then one against Colorado. So, so yeah, I'm yeah. good. I know I know this team inside and out. I know how many goals they're going to score on any given night. It's just the the goals against that I have trouble with. But you know, maybe maybe Edmonton, I can have it figured out. Edmonton with three, if uh, Jack Campbell's in that. Yeah, which if it's Stuart we've been Skinner, seeing a lot the, of backups lately, one, so the one feels more like if uh, Skinner's in that. Potentially, it it kind of depends. Skinner's either one or f- like four. So, yeah, it makes three look like a bad pick, but yeah. But if it's four, it's not as far as I've seen. You've watched a lot more Oilers than I have. Yeah, that, um, yeah. no, you're right. It's not usually on. Not judging any choices here, him, but yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you're it, next. It, so. it doesn't. It doesn't seem to be necessarily his yeah. fault most of the time. If it's four against, yeah, no, yeah, okay. you're right. So, um, yeah, no, eight three. Which I feel bad predicting eight goals against. The Ducks on the it Ducks does, podcast, it but does I just honestly feel realistic. I, I, I'm trying to be realistic. Yeah, I I did say six against Colorado and seven against Winnipeg, which yeah. So you know, it's I'm not not necessarily playing favorites here, but yeah. Uh, McDavid's like I'm gonna hit 150 against the Ducks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean that's only four points. He's gonna go pointless. That's... He's gonna go pointless against uh, L.A. here, and then he's gonna rack up seven out of the eight there. Yeah. <laughs> Seven points out of the eight goals total. So, yeah. <sighs> okay. L- lastly, here we have a game on Sunday. So, the second half of a back to back in Alberta uh, against the Calgary Flames, 6 p.m. Pacific time is when you can catch that game on Sunday. So, a um, l- touch earlier, a little, little sneak earlier than normal, uh, at least for Anaheim. Yeah. So, yeah, how are the Sorry, Flames I doing? Six Pacific. Mm. It does say six Pacific. All right, that I think that should be five Pacific. My bad. Uh, yes, you're correct. Yeah, yeah so five, it's five six Pacific. our time. Yeah, five Pacific. Five Pacific. Everybody five knows. Pacific. Okay, if you show up at six Pacific, five Pacific. You've missed, you've missed five the first Pacific. Period. Yeah. On Sunday, the Anaheim Ducks take on the Calgary Flames. Five yeah. Pacific. What's what's the Drake meme? It's like six Pacific. It's like this five Pacific. You're like, yeah. <laughs> How was that? <laughs> oh dear God. Okay. <laughs> I want you to make that a meme for uh, social. All right. Media. So good. No, you don't have to. But... I'm going to now. Okay. I'm going to, and I'm making a note of it right now. Okay. Sounds good. I have a case study I should be working on tonight, but I'm gonna watch the Mandalorian and then I'm gonna make that yeah. a meme. Perfect. Yeah. Just, just tell everybody the case study is to make a meme. That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I don't think Anyways. my HR prof is going to take that as an assignment. <laughs> Unless your Especially, HR prof is a meme lord. I, I don't think he is, to be honest with you. <laughs> you. You never know. You never know. Uh. Anyways, uh, what is it? Five? Yeah, five Pacific is <laughs> when we'll, we'll play Calgary on Sunday. 
And the Flames are doing how? Please enlighten us. Uh, a lot better than earlier. They are not actually making me want to uh, send Daryl Sutter back to the farm currently. I still want to send him back to the farm, but it's just a, a, a touch less. Um, Flames are 5-3-2 and two in their last 10. And at home, they are 18-15-4 and four on the season. Okay. I will say, though, if the Anaheim Ducks are able to take them to overtime... I think I said this last time uh, the Calgary and, and Anaheim played. If the Ducks can take the Flames to overtime, Ducks win. It's yeah. going to happen. So. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Flames currently in the hunt for the last wild card position. They have 83 points in 75 games played, just two points back of the Winnipeg Jets, same amount of games played. Uh, Nashville is just behind them but with one by one point but with two games in hand. Uh and yeah, you know the the Jets making it just so easy for any other team to take that wild card spot from them. They are yeah, just I, dropping honestly, games like yeah, like they're they're free candy at a parade. It's just here here you go. Here's points. Here we don't care anymore. It's and it's wild. I don't know if you've seen any of uh Rick Bonus's uh interviews lately. No, I haven't. Dude actually. is pissed. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, f- fuck, I would be too. They were. F- I'm pretty sure they were first in the central, like at one yeah. point this year for like a, a good chunk of time, and yeah. then something happened, and they just began to suck ass. I think and now here they are clinging on for dear life. I think in the last week he's called out the team for like lack of effort, like twice in the last I- week. I'm not surprised. They lost 3 nothing to San Jose the other yeah. night. Like, who does that? <laughs> like, I know, like, who are we to talk, right? We're Anaheim. We're, we're right down we there with okay, we, but we didn't get shut San Jose. Out. We didn't get shut out by the Sharks. How about yeah. that? <laughs> yeah, right? That's nuts. Okay, like, who who does that? Was, it, was that James Reimer's first shutout, like, in the, like, well, I mean, he's he, he's been decent in his career before, but that's got to be, like, his first shutout all year. Oh, easily. Where where are good boys and teal? <clears throat> Give me James Reimer stats just to make me feel better about the Ducks. <laughs> yeah, no. The, there's no way. I just saw his goal the goals against average. Yeah. So his record in 38 games played, 11, 18, and 8, a 3.31 goals against average and an 8.95 save percentage. And for some reason, NHL.com thinks I don't give a shit about shutouts. Oh, here we go. I just got to scroll down to career stats. Shutouts. Uh, oh, no, he's had three this season. What? How do you have that bad of numbers and three shutouts? That's nuts. Where okay, so we got one against Winnipeg, one against Seattle in February, okay, and one against Philly in October. Okay. Now now everything's coming together. But yeah. Um anyways, I was uh, like, what uh, we're not playing the sharks anytime soon. Why are we talking about the yeah. sharks? But yeah, playoff playoff implications. That's why. Yeah. So Anyways, just like the Seattle Kraken, I think the Flames have a lot to play for. We're going to see the best version that this team has to offer. And with that in mind, 
do you have a score prediction? So to give everybody a heads up right now, and I think I've kind of given this anyway, if the Flames win this game, I'm doubly happy because the Flames mm-hmm. get a win. They actually get closer to making the playoffs where they should be. Yep. And the Ducks lose and get them one step closer to, to potentially Connor Bedard. Where they should be. So th- if the Ducks win this game, it's the opposite, and I'm going to be doubly pissed off <laughs> at both teams. So so what are the hockey gar- gods going to give you on this Sunday evening? Are they going to say, fuck you in particular, you get double a double loss, apparently? Or or do they grace you with a d- with two wins, or are you going to be optimistic? I guess that they'll. Get I'd like that. to think that they've been gracing me as of late with a lot of with what five games in a row for the Ducks losing and uh, the Flames winning their last two games. Um, I, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna grace me. Uh, I'm gonna go with a. I'm gonna go with four two win for the Calgary Flames. Okay. I. Uh, that's very bold of you to assume that the hockey gods will continue to grace you. Um, This might just be the... They're going to grace me until the Flames make the playoffs, get in, and then they're going to get shit on. That's that's fair. By uh, either the Vegas Golden Knights or the Minnesota Wild, and right now it looks like the Vegas Golden Knights. So, yeah. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Yeah. I see. This might just be the traumatized hockey fan filled, in me. This will then be filled with absinthe. <laughs> yeah, this might be the traumatized hockey fan in me. But as soon as things start going good for any team that I cheer for, I just like I just want to pull the rug out from underneath myself, and I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. Like if they're gonna lose this next game, like nine nothing, I just know it. Like that's yeah. that's what that's what happens. So I just go in with like the lowest of expectations. Not within this conversation necessarily at all, but man, imagine the rug pull from. Boston if they're out in the first round. Oh, God. <laughs> I, th- I don't think like Boston for, exists for any, anymore for, after like that. For any team? Okay, sure. But for Boston specifically this year with how they're doing. Yeah, it, it's going to be the Boston Tea Party, but with Bruins jerseys if the Bruins <laughs> lose out in the first round. But also because the hockey gods are cruel and unkind, they're going to get swept by whatever team squeaks into the final wildcard spot. So. It, is, it is the end of March. And the Boston Bruins have, uh, and they've had this for a few games already, have already clinched the division. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they're only a game away from uh, clinching like the, the President's Trophy. Oh, not surprising. They have 10 more wins than the Hurricanes in second place. Yeah. Like, it's not even close. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's not surprising it's at all. 16 points up on second spot. Holy shit. Yeah, it's just disgusting, man. It's, it's awful. Um. Their holy, shit, their home record, like their away record, is pretty good. Twenty-seven, eight, and two. That's pretty damn good, obviously. Yeah. Uh, their home record, in particular, though, thirty-four and three. Yeah. <laughs> holy. That's fuck. just dumb. Man. And their next game is against the Blue Jackets. <laughs> Dude, a thirty-four and three record gives them what sixty-three points, right? So like, yeah, just their home alone. record alone. Just their home record alone is better than the Anaheim Ducks. Holy fuck. Their home record alone at 63 points is better than, okay, just the bottom four teams in the league. Anaheim, San Jose, Chicago, and Columbus. But, like, come on. That's hilarious. That's nuts. I love it. I love it. It's just absolute chaos. (laughs) Um, Yeah, this Calgary Fuck the Boston Bruins. That's hilarious. Yeah. (laughs) 
Ugh, what do I want to do? As as I said before, I'm never going to predict a Calgary win. It, it's just not in my blood. Um, so I'm going to say 3-2 Anaheim. I was going to predict that your prediction was going to be 2-1. So I actually got pretty close there. There you go. Yeah. Get a, get a bonus gold star for that one. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So yeah, that's uh, those are our predictions. Those are the three upcoming games we got between now and the next episode. And uh, yeah, I guess speaking of upcoming games, the San Diego Gulls have... Uh, I didn't even pull up what the upcoming games were for them. Okay. <laughs> do they... Do they have upcoming games? I feel like yes, the they season's do. They, almost they, over. They, they, they still have a few games coming up here. Okay. Give me just a second and I will be able to pull that up. Okay. While you do that, you should also pull up, or I can pull up. Doesn't doesn't really matter to me how the game against the Tucson Roadrunners is I got it right here. playing out. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, so we are in 10 seconds, uh, halfway through uh, the game against the Tucson Roadrunners. Uh, at, like while we're recording, and the San Diego Gulls are up four two. Oh, look at that! Look at that! Liking that. Gage Alexander in it, our boy. Uh, let me. He better be. See, will it show me? Uh, by the looks of it, yes. Alexander okay. is in net. Nice. Uh, he was also in net on Friday, uh, taking on the Calgary Wranglers. Um, I was fortunate enough to win tickets that game, actually. So I drove up to Calgary mm-hmm. and uh, took in that game. Uh, Alexander did play really good. And I even I, I shared a highlight on the TQR Twitter account of uh, absolute robbery that he made on one of the Wranglers players. I don't even remember who the, guy, who the, the shooter was. You know a save is good when the home rink will show that highlight on the Jumbotron. Mm-hmm. Oh, That's yeah. when you know a save was damn good. Yeah. Right? It's when they show that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, Alexander played really well, but the score, unfortunately, doesn't make it look that way, uh, where the Calgary Wranglers picked up a 6 nothing win. Um, Lucas Dostal's uh, M- co-MVP of the All-Star game for the AHL, uh, Dustin Wolf, picking up his league-leading seventh shutout of the season. Damn. Well, and that was, for sure, and that two was, of those have come against San Diego. And that was his 50th game played this season. Oh, so wow. what's, what's, that, what's that percentage-wise? Seven out of 50. So 14%. Yeah. Of uh, of Dustin Wolf's uh, games this year that he's played have been shutouts. <laughs> Christ, that's, pretty- that's a that's good. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. I think. Yeah. Uh, wow. And then uh, the Gulls played Calgary again in Calgary on the Sunday, where it was a bit of a closer matchup. But uh, unfortunately, the Gulls fall 3-2 in overtime to the Wranglers in that game. Uh, currently, they are 19-43-1-1. One one. Uh, if this Tucson game uh, holds up, they will be 20-43-1-1. One one. But again, we don't know it uh, at the moment, and we'll be done the show before uh, the game is done. Uh, top five players for points uh, heading into tonight's game against Tucson. Uh, Braden Tracy, 27 points. Uh, Bo Grew has 33. Michael Delzato on the back end has 25 and 32 games with the San Diego Gulls this year. Man, he is 
doing really good like production wise on the back end there. Yeah. Um Nicholas Brilliard's got 38 points in 64 games. And then Dylan Sakura, uh, with nine games under his belt now for the Gulls, has six points. 38 on the season. So nice. Yeah. Uh, uh just as as well, sorry, going back to Dustin Wolf. Um three of his seven shutouts have come against San Diego. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> uh, two of them uh in back-to-back games against San Diego uh, <laughs> in early December, the, the one of them being the one that we went to, and then the most recent one. And then his other shutouts, one against Tucson, one against Ontario. Uh, actually, I think two against Ontario. No, sorry, just one. One against Abbotsford and one against San Jose. So five of his seven shutouts have also come against California teams. Damn. So he hates California. Actually, wait. Birthplace. Tustin CA. Is that California? Yeah, it's California. Yeah, he's a California kid. Okay. So he, he loves California so much that he puts up shutouts against them. Yep. Makes, <laughs> makes sense. Huh. Uh, Sorry, uh, continue. Speaking of, speaking of goalies and uh, loving playing where they are and that kind of thing, uh, we'll, we'll run through the goalie stats and then talk about something here really quickly because we talked about Lucas Dostal for a quick second there. Uh, Ole Eriksson Ek uh, has a 4.81 goals against average and 8.52 save percentage in 20 games this year. Uh, Gage Alexander, who it looks like has taken the net uh, at this point, uh, has a 2.98 goals against average, a 900 flat save percentage in 12 games this season. Uh, while he may not be a goal for the rest of uh, the season, and I would probably, assume probably his career. the rest of his career. Uh, you know that doesn't stop from uh, the the bobbleheads from being given out on uh, April eighth is uh, fan appreciation night at uh, San Diego San Diego Gulls game against the Calgary Wranglers. They're going to be handing out some Lucas Dostal bobbleheads. If anybody nice. happens to be able to get another one of these besides you know like the one that you'll get when you walk through the door uh i would absolutely love to add one of these to uh my collection i will pay for shipping just throwing that yeah. out there <laughs> basically if you're going to the game and you're taking your kid along and you don't like your kid instead of giving the second bobblehead to your kid give it to nate exactly exactly <laughs> that, that's what he's trying to those do about. look pretty cool though yeah, yeah, those are all right. And and personally, I appreciate the attention to detail as well in like the jersey and, and the pads especially. The pads especially. Are those actually his pads? Like his the design? like yeah, like the design wise, yeah. So nice. I, I appreciate it. I very much appreciate it. Yeah. It's very easy to just, you know, slap white pads on there or just like, you know Or just like like take the colors and just paint something on yeah. there, right? Yeah. So. so yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that's what's going on in San Diego. Oh, we've got the music again. We're get, we're gonna do it now. Okay. That is live footage of Nate when he <laughs> sees the bobbleheads. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Yep. <laughs> now, 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 now for some more annoying sounds. Yeah. Now play the other birds. <laughs> Ha ha ha!
So also kind of at last minute, because I had forgotten about this, uh, I, I changed up in the script uh, what we were going to look at for what's quacking this week, because this okay. is too good to pass up. Uh, if you're on the Ducks subreddit at any point, you might have seen this uh, within the last week here. Um, this is coming from uh, user, uh, I think it was Bre- uh, Bear- Barefoot Brewer. You make, you make a Barefoot Brewer? I, I think I might have just as I'm looking at it, but okay. otherwise it's uh it's it's Brayfoot underscore brewer on uh, on Reddit. Uh had posted in the Anaheim Ducks subreddit uh, asking or asked Bing to generate a quote uh a photorealistic image <sighs> of Wild Wing riding a Tyrannosaurus Rex through a frozen wasteland. Uh end quote. And I guess I'll be seeing this in my nightmares, is what the uh is what the caption says. Um, yeah, pff, wow. That's, that's, <laughs> that's that, that, that does technically match the description. It's a, you know, it's a frozen wasteland. You can see, you know, like the palm trees in the back. Even I, I appreciate mm-hmm. the palm trees too. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. the, it's but, a good touch, but, but the Tyrannosaurus, shades of NHL 23. <laughs> yeah. But, but the, uh, the Tyrannosaurus Rex, uh, well, you know, they, you know, dinosaurs, it has been, more discovered that they're not necessarily as related to like alligators or that kind of thing or lizards, more birds. Um, mm. But uh, it's still very off putting like the straight up bird feet uh, on this. I'm not even going to call it a T-Rex because it's, that's not, that's not what it's, it is. It's like a duck. Um, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's got blades on its feet as well. Yeah. They're just like part of its foot. Um. <laughs> It's at least got like you know, kind of the, the feathers on it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a duck beak, but it's more. It's not like beak. It's more flesh. So there's you know the teeth and and that kind of thing. Uh, you got uh, what looks to be wild wing wing riding it, but um, I'm only seeing one head. Yeah, so it's like <laughs> it's like the Legend of Sleepy Hollow, but. Ducks themed. <laughs> like if the if like, Disney redid the Legend things. of Sleepy Hollow, like <laughs> after the success of Mighty Ducks as like a like a Halloween Christmas type special. Yeah. This is what they would have come out with. Like Wild Wing's body is there. The like duck tyrannosaurus is there, but like it's two bodies, one head. It's the weirdest yeah. like Siamese twin thing I have ever seen in my life. I, I've been trying to convince my brain that we just can't see Wild Wings head behind the the, the quote T-Rex but the perspective is off for that to be the case. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's two bodies connected to one head. Not even connected to the same neck. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's, it's yeah. something. It's something to say the least. Yeah. If if you're if you're just listening to this, please go find it on Reddit. Like it's within the last week, or you can pull it up uh, on our YouTube channel because we are showing it there. Um, yeah, this is this is something. Which, which AI, we might get taken down for showing this on YouTube. This is this is this is not safe for kids at all. Not oh. that our channel is, but like <laughs> there's there's probably some rule somewhere that you can't have this. <laughs> No, we're we're fine. Um, yeah, like 
don't get me wrong there's been some cool ai artwork that i have seen that makes me go like yeah yeah i'm, I'm kind of scared about this just for the sake of fellow artists and that kind of thing yeah exactly but then but, i do see things like this and i'm like we're safe and what we're, the we're safe for now yeah there's still time yeah yeah <laughs> there's, there's a couple of things where you're just like yeah the, the the code needs to be worked out a little bit because um while this does follow the description it's not quite what i meant <laughs> yeah it's it's yeah by by definition it is a piece of art and it does contain a t-rex <laughs> and wild wing in a frozen yeah. wasteland but like there's there, there's some stuff that would be needed to be done before this becomes like say a, a, a wallpaper somewhere or you know printed for your house maybe yeah if if you wanted what's really scary as well is like how high def this is oh yeah no like, that's that's some 4k stuff like, like there's like, a little like, compression like, going on there like, but yeah, like, like, like i think that's like reddit compression like it, it's probably like some good 4k maybe even 8k like rendering it's yeah like it, it is fairly decent going into it but yeah, like you, you like there's the blades there like what the, the yeah. fuck the fuck <laughs> i mean if if you were a t-rex in a frozen lace wasteland you, you would want you know blade feet so you know you gotta adapt to survive like yeah. you're getting chased by a t-rex and uh oh man okay i i don't even i've just seen them on tiktok but there's these guys playing this game and they, you know, they, they happen to get chased by a T-Rex in this game. And they're like, jump in the water. The T-Rex can't swim or something like that. And they jump in the water and they're going away. And they're like, the one guy's just like, okay, like, I, I think we lost it. He turns around and the T-Rex is in the water swimming like at them, like even oh closer God. than it was. And he just instantly screams just like the reaction of it. Basically. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, yeah, that would be terrifying. Now, imagine you're running away and you're like, the T-Rex is going to slip on the ice. Don't worry. And then you just look back and the T-Rex is skating on it. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like, yeah, we're fucked. All right. We just might, might as well stop. Yeah. It's well like stop. doing crossovers on a turn to come at you. Yeah. Like it's, it knows what it's doing. <laughs> the T-Rex is just like, man, if I was, if I was, if I was uh, alive and like, you know, had actually been able to, uh, you know, if, if somebody, you know, like some parent didn't like buy me off the team, basically, like pay the coach to not have me on the team, I would have made the fucking NHL. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The T-Rex the is such a good skater that not only does it do crossovers when it turns, it also glides in to, into the hit so as not to piss off the, I don't know, pterodactyl referees. Yeah, I feel like pterodactyls would be referees. Yeah. I mean... You know? Frozen I feel like it'd be them or like, not be like brachiosauruses or something like that, like the long necks. Uh, yeah, no, there's there's lots of refs out there with long necks. You're right. Yeah, yeah, I am not one of them. But. No, de definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, so that's what I got for you for uh, for what's quacking this week. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, we started off the rails. We had some coherent thoughts in the middle, and then we ended off the rails, just yep. as we always do on this exactly. podcast. So, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, if people want to sue you for fueling their nightmares, work <laughs> well. Yeah. Actually, you know what? We'll both take responsibility. Oh. You can you can do that at Quack Report Pod on uh, wh whatever social media platform your lawyer currently uh, serves lawsuits with. <laughs> <laughs> um, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, even Twitch or YouTube, maybe. I don't know. But we're, we're there live streaming on Wednesdays. Luckily, we're in good hands. You work with 
like you you know some lawyers yourself kind of that's thing. true so i think we're good hands <laughs> luckily yeah uh no but if people want to uh i i guess message you and and say fuck the flames but also i hope they win because Connor Bedard, <laughs> where can they do that at? You can do that on Twitter at Tate Namas, T-A-T-E-N-H-O-M-A-S. Perfect. And if you want to uh, tweet at me or DM me, uh, fuck the Oilers, but I hope that they win because Connor Bedard, you can do that at Carter <laughs> underscore Potts, P-O-T-T-S underscore 97 on Twitter. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. Again, we've got three games to look forward to this week. It'll be a good weekend. Have a good one and go Ducks go. Or not Ducks. Go Bedard. <laughs>